welcome to the Paper and Ink Podcast. I'm Julia. And I'm Jackie. And we are the founders of the Paper and Ink Subscription Box. Every month we select a loved book written by a fierce femme and share it with our subscribers. Then we record this podcast to share our thoughts about why we love the book. Want to know more? Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Paper and Ink Box. And online at paperandinkbox.com. Hey, Inksters, welcome to our very first Roundup episode. This is where we are going to talk about the books that we read in order to get to our book of the month selection that we sent out in our subscription. We read tons of books (laughs) to find the one book that we love. Yes. We both collectively love. Yes. um, To then send out to you, our subscribers. Exactly. That is where our love it guarantee comes in. This is also where you're going to get a little bit more of what my, me, Jackie, my taste of, of book choices and what Julia's book choice. That's right. Taste is. And where they differ. Yes. So a lot of our conversations, not a lot, all of our conversations in terms of when we're reading books happen over text message. Yes. So it's very civil via text, but on the other end, there's like phones being thrown. Yeah. And us getting frustrated. (laughs) Because we will both be reading a book and sometimes we're reading at the same time. Sometimes one of us is a little ahead or behind or whatever and Mm -hmm. we'll text and say, not this one. Yes. I don't love this one. Next. And then... The other person would be like, come on! Yeah. <laughs> it's even gotten to the point, because Julia is a much faster reader than I am, where I will, like, literally sit down, have my cup of coffee, and, like, get comfortable and ready to read, and then all of a sudden open it up, and I'll get a text from Julia being like, no, and I'm like, son of a... So, we, all right! <laughs> we wanted to do these roundup episodes to tell you, to sort of, you know, pull back the curtain and mm-hmm. show you the process that we go through to pick the book that we love, that we both love, yes. that we send out. So these are the books that we read that we liked but did not love. Exactly. And you might also get another recommendation out of this Yes, as well. exactly, because you can hear the books that we did read that were on our to-be-read list that we did read. Exactly. So let's get started. Our very first book that we're going to talk about that we read and did not love. So again, it's not that we hated this book. It's that we didn't love it. Love means couldn't put it down, needed more of it, couldn't stop. Hated that it was over, wanted to recommend it to everyone we saw. Exactly. So the love it um, that did not get the love was The Floating Feldmans by Elisa Friedman. Lind. Yes. And so the premise of the story is a family that's very dysfunctional goes on a cruise together and hilarity ensues. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, essentially when I, so when I, Julia, started reading this book, um, I was excited about the idea of people trapped on a cruise ship. A, I really want to take a cruise just to say that I've done it. And B, Ugh. I love the idea of a family getting trapped in a room and having to work out all their problems. Oh I think gosh. that's like... It's very stressful, but it's of someone else's family, then it's fine. Yeah. So the opening scene is a fight, and I thought that was really interesting. And I was like, I wonder what brought on the fight and all this stuff. And then as I started reading, I couldn't find a character that I loved. I couldn't yeah. find a character that I related with, and I was like, oh, I'm on your side. And so I had trouble getting anchored into the story. Right. Because I didn't have a sympathetic person, and there was no one that I sort of, you know... um, <clears throat> voyeuristically hated so when right. I hate a character but I can't look away it's like a car accident yeah. there was no one that was that messed up so it was like not enough to love you but not enough to hate you which so. goes back to our like the nest conversation yes. where you a character that you hate to love or characters that you hate yes 
so for me, the reason that I couldn't love this book is that um, I had read a review that said that it was the family stone mixed with, and they had picked another family. But when they said the family stone, I was like, oh, yes. (laughs) One of my all-time favorite movies, even though it is technically a Christmas movie, I don't care. I watch it all the time. All the time. Because it's so good, is the family stone. So then I started to read it, and I'm like, this is nothing fucking like the family stone. (laughs) I don't know who, so... There's no Christmas trees. I would like to go back and find whoever wrote that review and throw my slipper at them right. and just tell them to keep their mouth shut so that I could go back and read the floating them with a clean slate, clean palette, and not have that in my head. I psyched myself up, and I'm kicking myself for it. Because you go with that lens. You yes. go with the lens of expectation, and if it's not exactly what you think it is, yeah. it's not poor Elisa's fault. No, like, it's not. It looks great. Yeah. Awesome writing. Fantastic. The characters, characters are, are well drawn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, Elise. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we do recommend it. So if you yeah. go out, if you're it. family drama and you like humorous books, then and go for it. you love cruises, I think this is the book for you. Yuck. Cruises? <laughs> Just literally, why? We'll get into that later. Okay. (laughs) No. No. All right. So the next one we have is The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. So, Jules, why did you hate this one? Uh, Oh, not hate. Why did you not love it? I liked this one. I liked this book. I just didn't love it. I thought it would be like a tell all, like an Elizabeth Taylor kind of tell all of the thousands (laughs) of husbands and. As a person who's going to be monogamous for probably my entire life unless something catastrophic happens, I can't imagine what marrying multiple people will look like. So to me, and I love tabloid gossip. Like I, Lainey Gossip, shout out to Lainey Gossip. I love gossip. So, especially celebrity gossip. So I was super excited about this book. I did not love the um, way it was written in terms of the reporter's perspective. So the whole book is written from the reporter's perspective. She's interviewing Evelyn. I didn't care about the goofy reporter's life. I hated, I didn't care about her weird career. I didn't hate about her. I didn't (laughs) like her job. I didn't worry about her boss. I just wanted Evelyn. I wanted Evelyn all the time and I couldn't have Evelyn all the time and that made me kind of angry and so that's why I didn't love the book I the story was great though I if they make a movie I'm front row center like yeah. I will be in the theater sounds good yeah so for me I had actually I'm the one that pitched this as something as one of our possible yes. selections yep. because I had read Daisy Jones and the Six right by Taylor Jenkins read and oh, Daisy Jones and the Six is my top 2019 read I absolutely love it like it's it's everything it's everything. <laughs> so I had that, and then I read this one. And that's where it fell flat again. Mm-hmm. So Daisy J- jo- wow. <laughs> Daisy Jones and the Six, if we get my words straight, yes. is all interview. There is nothing but interview. Mm-hmm. The entire story is read through the characters and the artists, like the musicians, from start to the end. Even in the ending, when you get the massive twist, it's all through the interview scope. Hmm. So, for that, and then to come to this, again, that's, I was... Locked in with the, this is what it should be. Stupid lenses! (laughs) Yes. So, I have Daisy Jones and the Six, which is still probably one of my top five all-time books. Right. And then I read this one, I was like, I I love your, the way that you write, Mrs. Reed, but... Yeah. Daisy Jones beats out Evelyn Hugo every time. So I have a similar thing with um, Emily Giffen. I love mm. Emily Giffen books. Yes. Um, if you haven't checked her out, check her out. She's got 
a number of books. And the first book, Something Borrowed, was so good. It's like one of my top favorite books ever. Yes. So good. Love the story. Love the writing. Love the characters. Watch the movie all the time. Guilty pleasure. <laughs> Every one of her books afterwards hasn't felt the same to me. Right. But I just keep going back to her because I love her so much. So right. I'm, I will constantly hit out Something Borrowed. Hilarious that we're sitting in your kitchen, which I can see your library yeah, and literally the massive chunk of Emily Gifford books. books. I have all of them. I will continue to buy them and love them just yes. as you'll probably buy all of Taylor Jenkins. I literally, yep. yeah. I have her back idea. catalog now on my to be art like to be read list. Like yes. literally bought them all and was like, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm here for you, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm here Taylor, for you. speak to me. Come on. So right. yeah, that's why that one. Okay, ten thousand doors of January. This is where I, Julia This is where I get pissed off. Yeah, where Jackie <laughs> hates me. <laughs> So, Jackie, why don't you tell us why you love this book? Sure, I will. So, um, I love this book. I love the way the characters were written. I'm not a big fantasy person, so when it was suggested, yes, I kind of went into it tiptoeing, and then I dived right in, and like would stay up late and start reading it, and then I got a text from Julia, the jerk, who was like, mm, not feeling it, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> So I finished it, and I loved it. I love this book. So 10,000 Doors of January by Alex E. Harrow. Yes. And I did not love it. Right. And our love it guarantee is we both have to love it. Exactly. Which is why we read so many freaking books. Yeah. Because we have to come to an agreement. And it has to be an enthusiastic, we both love yes. it. Yes. And we mm-hmm. love, we'll love books for different reasons. Yes. I'll love a book for one reason, Julia will love a book for another one. And this is one where I was so hoping Julia were gonna, was going to come on my side. And she even was like, I'll love it if you want me to. <laughs> That's not the way that this works. <laughs> it's not the guarantee. So for me, um, with fantasy, I need to be, I have trouble building worlds in my head. I really do. Um... I'm a solid land kind of gal, mm-hmm. so if it's a fantasy book, it has to be rooted in enough um, of reality, the, my reality, for right. me to stick with it, because I feel anxious in worlds I don't understand with the animals I can't pronounce, and it's all stressful. I didn't find, there wasn't anything in the world that I could sort of grab onto um, to feel anchored, and so that's right. why I had trouble with it. Um, I wanted to love it, though I felt really bad letting her down. And uh, for everyone listening, please go get it. Because Jackie... Yeah, it was amazing. Don't listen to my From the cover art to, like, everything about it, it was absolutely beautiful. Just the way that she, that Alex Harrow writes is so beautiful and lush and poetic. And it was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, yeah, ignore me and go get it. Go get it. But we won't send it to your house because I said it's not your subscription. <laughs> and of course, we also read Bread of the Bone by Jacqueline Woodson, our December pick. Which beat it out. That's the one that we both were in, in love, love with. with. From the writing to the characters, the story to the beautiful rendering of African-American um, experience. Mm-hmm. Um, it was simply stunning. The whole book... Yeah. Was incredible. Poetry. Um, pure poetry. Pure poetry. I texted Jacqueline within three pages and said, I love it. Loved it. Love yeah. it. Like, this is the book. Um, and it took Jacqueline a little bit longer because of the structure of the book. It's structured yeah. a little bit, not as um, traditionally, so there's no quotations around sentences, that kind of thing. So I, did, I started it, stopped, and then went back again, and yeah. But it was worth it. It was worth every read. Uh, we both reread it so that we could speak... 
I read it three times now, yeah, and, and every time it gets it's, better. It gets better. It's a, like I, I'm so excited to have this book on my permanent bookshelf. Yes. Because it's a keeper, and I will recommend it. We loved it so much that we actually did a, a community send-out. So we went yeah. into uh, little free libraries and, like, dropped them. Dropped off the books for yeah. free around our region. So exactly. we're located in Waterloo Region in Ontario. Um, and it's I, it's a must-read. Yeah. So if you're not on our subscription and you didn't get the book, then go get it. Like, yes. Absolutely. And read the rest. She has a full, a huge catalog. Jacqueline Winston has dozens oh my of goodness. books, including young adult books. And kids' books. And kids' books. So yes. something for everyone. And she's a beautiful, beautiful writer. It's stunning. Yeah. So we, we loved it. That's why we sent it out. Exactly. And if you want to hear more about why you loved it and more <clears throat> meat and potatoes for Red at the Bone, then check out our Red at the Bone episode. Yes. Which is available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, everywhere. We're everywhere. Yeah, so that's the Roundup episode. So again, super short and sweet, just talking about the books that we had read for this month to get to the book that we sent out. To find our love it. Yeah. So we could guarantee it. Exactly. Until next time. Yeah, happy reading. Thanks,